In the Word of God, the book of Psalms, Psalm 90, verse 12 says, Teach us to number our days, that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Speaking of numbering our days, or that is considering that our time upon this earth is very short. We have very little time upon this earth. Now, very few people want to talk about death and dying. And yet the Word of God tells us to do so, urges us to do so. Scripture says, Oh, that they were wise and understood this, that they would consider their latter end, that everything ends. It's all going to end. But I'm afraid many, if not most, like Scripture says, their secret thoughts are that they shall live forever. But God's Word says, Job 14.9, Our days are determined. The number of our months are with God. He has appointed our bounds that we cannot pass. It is appointed, Scripture says, unto man once to die. Appointed by God. He has set our bounds. The number of our months are with Him. Appointed our bounds we cannot pass. That is not fatalism. That is truth. That is God's Word. And so it is appointed unto man once to die. And after that, do you ever stop and consider after that? The hereafter. It says after that, the judgment. And it won't be long for any of us. For you, for me. Just days, really. In our text it says, teach us to number our days. That years go by really like days or but days. That we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. But sadly, tragically, foolishly, most do not. Oh, when calamities come, when disasters strike, sickness and death is upon us, it forces us, forces everyone to stop and think about the brevity and the frailty of this life. But for most people, when the fear is gone, when the pain and the sorrow subsides, when the body has been in the ground a few days, their thoughts go back to this world and to the, what the Scriptures call this vain life, the vanity. Oh, that we were wise and understood this, that we would consider our latter end. Those who love this present evil world, that's what Scripture calls this place. Those who love this present evil world don't want to think about leaving this world, but God's people do. God's people do. Now, in this psalm, Psalm 90 is our text, the Lord speaks of His infinity, the infinite God, the everlasting God, the eternal God, and just how finite man is, how frail man is, and the brevity of time. Time is short, like a vapor, like a sleep in the night. This psalm speaks of sin and God's wrath and judgment against it. This psalm speaks of what true wisdom is, the fear of the Lord, and speaks of the Lord's return. Look at verse 1 with me if you have a Bible, follow along. If not, listen carefully. Oh, that you would listen carefully as I read to you God's Word. Lord, He says, Thou hast been our dwelling place in all generations. That is, in God we live and move and have our being. Psalm 100 says, Know ye that the Lord he is God. It is He that hath made us, and not we ourselves. 
You hear people say things like this, God is a big part of my life. I don't think that person even knows God. I don't think that person understands that God is life. That in Him we live and move and have our being. Scripture says the God in whose hands our breath is and all our ways. It says we have not glorified. Have not glorified Him. And there's consequences for it. In Him we live and move and have our being. Our breath is in His hands. He gave it and He taketh it away. God says, I kill and I make alive. Verse 2, Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever thou hast formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. God made this world. He is our Creator. We are creatures. He is the potter. We are the clay. Peter said in the last day, Second Peter 3, he said in the last day, scoffers and mockers shall come. He says they're willingly ignorant of two things. They're ignorant of God's creation, that God created this world by His Word. God spoke it into existence. But no, man, foolish man, says it all just evolved. It's a universal conspiracy by man to try to disprove God, because if God is our Creator, that means He owns us and can do and does do with His own what He wills. That He's the Creator, we're the creature. That He's the potter, we're the clay. And the second thing that Peter said that man is willingly ignorant of is God's judgment against sin, sending a flood in anger and wrath and judgment against sin, destroyed a world full of people, and only those in the ark we're saved, and that ark is Jesus Christ. And so man doesn't want that to be, but it is so. God is, and we are His creatures, and He's, if He owns us, if He's the cre- Creator, He's the judge of all, and we must answer to Him. Man doesn't like that, but it's so. He's God. Verse 3, God says, Thou turnest man to destruction, and sayest, Return, you children of men. Appointed unto man wants to die. God has appointed means of which every human being shall die. You know, accidents. It's all on purpose. It's all in God's purpose and in God's time. Predestined, predetermined by God. Our end, our death, the very day, cannot pass. That's what the Scripture said. God says, I kill. He determines it. He's the one that says, return. All souls are mine, He said. And when he says it's time, it is time. Oh, that we were wise, that we would redeem the time, for the time is short. When he says return, return to what? To the dust, for dust thou art, and to dust thou shalt return. The only thing that we have waiting on us when we leave this earth is a hole in the ground. Naked we came into this world, and naked we shall return. Verse 4 says, A thousand years in God's sight are as but yesterday when it is past, as a watch in the night. Time is of no sense to God. He's eternal. But it is to us a very short time. Oh, we need to be wise with what little time we have. It says He carries these years away as a flood. They're like a sleep. And they're like grass which groweth up. In the morning it flourisheth, groweth up. In the evening it is cut down and withereth. Oh, the brevity of time. It's like a sleep when you go to bed and lie down and fall asleep. No sooner it seems fall asleep than you wake up. It's just twinkling of an eye. 
And a man is like the grass. He grows up, the tender grass. He's young and grows up. He's no sooner grown up till he's withered away and old and ready to die. You see a little child, beautiful child, newborn child. Well, just in a matter of days, that child's a teenager, it seems. In a matter of a few more days, he's a, an adult and then old and then he's gone. And the Scripture says in Psalm 103, the place thereof will know it no more. You and I will be forgotten very quickly. Oh, but what about after that? Verse 7 says we're consumed by His anger. By His wrath are we troubled. He set our iniquities before Him. His, our secret sins in light of Thy countenance. says our days are passed away in wrath. What is He telling us? Well, He's telling us that sin is the cause of death. And wrath, God's wrath against sin. It's Romans 1 says that the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth, or that is, suppress the truth, who reject the truth in unrighteousness. Oh, that they were wise and consider this, that we die. Why? Why do we die? Because of sin. And man is troubled by Everything. In Isaiah 8, listen to this, verse 21. Man passes through this time on earth and it says he's fretting and curses his king and his God. Why do people curse God if they don't believe in him? Why do they use his name? Isaiah 8:22. they look to the earth and trouble and darkness and dimness. They're driven to darkness, fear, and because of God's wrath. Oh, read for yourself Isaiah 13 and other scriptures. Read for yourself what God says He's going to do to this place. Listen, I'll read you something briefly from Isaiah 13. He says, The day how, for the day of the Lord is at hand. It shall come as a destruction from the Almighty. And all hands shall be faint. Every man's heart shall melt. They shall be afraid. Pangs and sorrows shall take hold of them. The day of the Lord cometh cruel with wrath and fierce anger to lay the land desolate, and He shall destroy the sinners thereof out of it. Does that sound like a God who loves everyone? That's what false preachers are telling people today. That's what those in front of me and those behind me say. But not this preacher. That's not what the Bible says. That's not the truth. That's not what... The beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord. Here it says we spend our years in His wrath, in His anger, and they're few and they're short, and God takes us. God takes us. Unless we know wisdom, He'll not take us into His kingdom. Read on. It says in verse 10, the days of our years are threescore and ten. That's seventy. If by reason of strength, God-given strength, there's fourscore, eighty years. But no matter, there's labor, there's sorrow, and soon cut off, we fly away. Who knows, verse 11, the power of His anger, even according to His fear, so is thy wrath. Oh, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So, He says in verse 12, teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. What is wisdom? What is wisdom? Do you know? Well, I've already quoted to you, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Hath not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? Professing themselves to be wise, they become fools. Fool hath said, there is no God. The wisdom of this world, is man better off? Are we better off or are we worse? 
Everyone's worried about man destroying himself. Well, what has our wisdom gotten us? What has our wisdom done for us? Nothing. Fools. Oh, here's wisdom. Paul says, Oh, that I might win Christ and be found in Him. Christ is wisdom. To God's people, He has made unto them wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. Jesus Christ is wisdom personified. He is the wisdom of God and the power of God. He is God. Oh, that they were wise and would bow down and and confess the Lord Jesus Christ. Here's what Psalm 2 says. Here's what the Creator of the world says. He says, I've set my King upon my holy hill of Zion. It's Christ. He says, I will declare the decree. He is my Son. And He says, Oh, be wise, O ye kings. Be instructed, ye judges or rulers or teachers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the Son, lest He be angry and you perish from the way when His wrath is kindled but a little. Blessed are all they that put their trust in Him. Here is wisdom to believe, to bow to, to call upon the Lord Jesus Christ, whom to know is to have eternal life. Oh, may the Lord give you this wisdom. Amen.